to the Movie Journey Podcast, where not only do we break down one film a fortnight, actually it's changed from that, hasn't it, Hendo? Yeah, one film every three weeks and then we skip one. <laughs> doesn't really roll off the tongue a, yeah. as well. <laughs> not as good. <laughs> uh, okay, not only do we break down films from the IMDb Top 250 list, how was that? That was pretty good. But that's, we that's also better. We also do a wide variety of other things, including Top 5 lists. That's enough, that's good. That's, that reels them in. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of one more thing. Uh, top five thing. Oh, we talk about what, everything else. What's that big thing we're doing today? Yeah, that, well, I was going to do like two things and then hit them with the big thing we're doing today. Anyway, let's not bury the lead here, Hendo. <laughs> today, we are doing Pod v Pod, or in this case... What's our names? Yeah, I, I, I blanked there for a sec. Uh, Dan versus Dean in the epic... What number is this, Hendo? I think this is the fifth. It's going to be the fifth. Fifth. That does sound about right. I do recall beating you at least four times. Um, in our trivia game between your lovely co-hosts here, uh, you've heard him already. It is Daniel Henderson. <laughs> Thanks. My fr- my mates call me Hendo, but you know, <laughs> you can be very formal. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing all right, mate. It's uh, you know, you can be as good as you can be at this uh, at this state in uh, Victoria at the moment. We are we are struggling. But we don't want to be down on this. Well, let's, let's, let's uh, boost it up. Yeah, fair enough. What else are we doing today then, Hendo? Well, like you said, it is Pod V Pod 40 today, and it is you versus me. So we can't have uh, one of us being a referee at the same time. So we've got a special guest quiz master in today. It's uh, Sam from the Movie Reviews and 20 Qs, the, I guess the ultimate quiz master. The guy has just never been beaten in his, uh, his big Pod V Pod V Pod V Pod. I'm pretty sure I did that right. Uh, funny enough, though, we have beaten him in a standard pod v pod, so I guess we can uh, hold claim to that. Twice, that, mind you. How did you. that happen? <laughs> I mean, he'll say it was because of Stacey, but I, I think it was because Sam was just off his game. Wow. And then after our pod v pod, we're going to take a look at our question of the week, which is, what is your favourite movie wedding? Uh, seems like a lot of people like movie weddings, because we got a lot of responses. We got way more than usual. I had no idea. Uh, but no, there were some very good answers there I saw. Now we have our top five as usual. We'll take a look at the final round of our Tournament of Champions, which we'll see which films are seeded in heading into the end bracket tournament to see who is the ultimate winner. We'll take a look at who wins our tipping competition. And then after all that, it's what else I've been watching. Now we haven't done it for almost a month now, so I've got a couple of films, more than more so than usual on your standard fortnight, but uh, Dean, what about what about you? You've, yeah, uh, you've had a whole I'm month. just like you. I've, I've got a couple of films too, Hendo. <laughs> that, that could be literal with you I'm just saying it could be literal Yeah, We'll see, we'll see Maybe I'll throw in a few curveballs for you Alright Dean, I've got a couple of polls here That we've put up on Twitter recently About which films deserve to be One of the top 250 best films of all time I've only got two here, I've done Let's look at The Shining What do you think about The Shining? Ooh, I think Twitter would say yes You are correct, 69% say yes Cool And our second one here is Aliens What do you reckon? <laughs> I also think Twitter would say yes. I may have voted no for funsies, but yeah, I think I think it would probably be a resounding yes. You are correct once again. 73% say yes for aliens. Funny enough, 80% say yes for alien. So there's your reference there. That's quite the reference, Hendo. Thank you. All right, enough referencing, Dean. Let's do Pod V Pod 40. <laughs> Dean, it's time for Pod V Pod 40, where we have some of your favourite podcasters on for a battle of different movie games. And we do have a very special guest, but he will not be answering any questions today. He's going to be dishing out the questions to us because it is Dan versus Dean. DVD challenge. Let the games begin. Challenge accepted. Round five, I believe. 
And of course, if we're going to get a, 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 a guest quiz master on, we've got to get the quiz master on. So of course, we've got Sam from the Movie Reviews and 20 Qs podcast. Welcome back to the show, buddy. Welcome, Sam. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. I'm kind of surprised that you guys wanted me back after completely drubbing you guys two times in a row, but I'm, I'm here. I'm excited. I'm very much looking forward to this. Wow. What are the odds that no one gets a correct answer right tonight, Hendo? <laughs> <laughs> Making him even more of the quiz master. And every question, Sam will just be like, gee, I know this one. This is so easy, this question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't want to sound like an arsehole, but I've actually drummed what? these up from my knowledge. And then I've Googled them to make sure that I was correct in these answers. So these are all things that I would have got if it was just an ordinary quiz. Wow. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> that Making is ridiculous. Us look more like shit when we get them wrong. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Either way, I'm winning and winning and winning. I love this. All right. Now, as usual, we when we do a battle between us, Every round, whoever wins it gets to pick a movie for the other person. Now, we don't have any movies prepared, but we will keep the keep the score going and we'll dish out some movies to each other next week. So I will pass it over to you, Sam. You have got, I believe, four new games for us and we'll finish it off with the draft. But go for it, Quizmaster. What do you got for us? That is correct. I have four new games. I've never tried these on anyone before and I'm kind of apprehensive, but kind of excited to see how they work out. The first one is pretty easy. It's cons- it's going to consist of three rounds. It's called Last Man Standing. So what's going to happen is between the two of you, you're going to take a turn to answer it. The other person then has to give an answer and back and forth, back and forth, back and forth till one of you runs out of answers. So there's three topics and we'll like, yeah, it's relatively straightforward. I'm going to flip a coin where Hendo, your tails and Dean, your heads and we'll see Makes who sense. starts. Heads, Dean. Now you hey. get, you can either choose. Rigged. To, yeah, it is rigged. You can either choose to go first, or you can choose to go second. The topic is Marvel films that has Chris Evans in them, either starring or as a cameo. Uh, I will go second. Okay, Hindo, why don't you lead us off? Captain America: The First Avenger. Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Captain America: Civil War. Uh, Avengers. Avengers: Age of Ultron. Infinity War. Endgame. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, wrong. He's not. Yeah, it's homecoming, it's you dickhead. Homecoming. Oh. <laughs> wow. Damn. Terrible. <sighs> what a Terrible. Sound. How many more were there, out of uh, curiosity? For the Dark World, Ant-Man, and Captain Marvel. He, has, he pops up in the end credits for those three as well. See, I was I was gone after Spider-Man, so thank God you didn't pick ah. homecoming. <laughs> Oh, good work. Hendo draws first blood. Now, Hendo, you get to pick. Nice, nice. You get to pick whether you start this next one. There is 20 films in the world as of today that have grossed over $1.2 billion worldwide. So do you want to start or do you want to go second? I'll go first with Endgame. Okay, yep. Infinity War. Correct. Titanic. Correct. Avatar. Yep. Black Panther. Correct. Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Oh, I can't see it. Oh, no. What? Uh, nah. Still longer, Sam, so I can keep thinking. <laughs> I was convinced that one was in there as well, but uh, no, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End comes in at 54. Oh, oh. snap. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm off to a Hot shit. Officially won this round. Some of the other ones that you probably are kicking yourself. It was over. inevitable. Yep. Uh, Force Awakens, The Avengers, Furious Seven, Frozen Two, Age of Ultron, Harry Potter and Diffy Hallows, uh, Last Jedi, Fallen Kingdom, Frozen, Beauty and the Beast, Incredibles Two, Fate of the Furious, and Iron Man Three. Yeah, Furious Seven was my next one. Excellent. Well, well there done, you Hindo. go. Hindo has won the opening round. Should we do the last round just for fun? Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Okay, awesome. Go on. 
Uh, similar to there being 20 films that have grossed over 1.2 billion, uh, there have been 20 films that have had 12 Oscar nominations or more. I want to see if you guys, or Hendo, you get to pick whether you start or go second on this. I'll just go first. Return of the King. Yep. Titanic. Correct. Ben Hur. Correct. Uh, Jesus. No, oh, Jesus. Just give me all the points. I don't know. G- Gangs of New York? What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? It's 10. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, all no. about All about Eve. All about Eve, yes, correct. Yes, all about Eve. Was La La Land one? Yep, La La Land's another one. La La Land Titanic. Oh, look, I, so stum- I smashed you. Should have got did. La La Land. A couple <laughs> other ones, like major ones, Gone of the Wind, Forrest Gump, Shakespeare in Love, Shape of Water, Chicago, Dance of the Wolves, Schindler's List. <sighs> Dean. Wow, pathetic. I already feel like the writing's no on good. the wall here a bit. but <laughs> Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, these. this next round is... Uh, a new round, obviously, just like all of them, called They Said What. I'm going to read you guys out a quote that somebody said about a movie they were in. You can either guess the actor in the movie for two points. Alternatively, if you want to know who the actor was, I can give you their name, and then you can guess the film for one point. So up to, up to you. You can't have a stab at two points and then go for one point. You've got to make the decision based on uh, yeah, based on the clues. So, Hendo, giving you one, I'm going to let Dean go first in this first round of They Said What. So, Dean, your first your first quote. First of all, I want to thank Warner Brothers for casting me in this piece of shit movie. Ooh. Is there steals? No, not in this round. Wait, you know this one, Hendo? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, all right, what's the movie? You get the actor, and then you can then okay. try and guess the movie. So the, yeah, stop cheating. So the okay, actor, okay. The actor yep. is Halle Berry. Okay, is it Catwoman? It is Catwoman. You get one point on the board. Hey, I'm on the board. Yay. Okay, Hendo, you're one. Yeah. I wasn't impressed with what we did. There were some really wild stunts in it, but the heart was gone. It's just a bunch of fighting robots. I feel like I know the movie, but I'll, I don't know which of them would have said it. I'll, I'll go I'll go the actor. Shia LaBeouf. Ah, okay. Yep. Now, I, I feel like it's... Was it the first one? Why would he rag on it and then go do three, four, three more? He said the heart's gone. So it's like it's a sequel. Am I thinking about this too much? He wouldn't, he wouldn't say that about the first one. He wouldn't go and trash the movie and then go on and do a couple more. What was the last one he did? It was the third one? Yeah, the fourth one has Wahlberg in it. What is the... Oh, God damn it. What is the name of the third one? Is it... Oh, is it Darker the Moon? I feel like that's the third one. Because I can't think of what the second one is called. Okay, Shia LaBeouf in Transformers Dark Side of the Moon. Dark of the Moon. Uh, it was Revenge of the Fallen. It was the second one. He promised okay. he'd do oh, better next time. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah, I couldn't remember the second one. Bit of a shame. Okay, uh, Dean, your next one. Apart from the money, I regret having embarked on the film. I like them well enough, but it's not an acting job. The dialogue, which is lamentable, keeps being changed and only slightly improved, and I find myself old and out of touch with the youth. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can you repeat that, please? Yes, I can. Apart from the money, I regret having embarked on the film. I like them well enough, and I will will say that you can actually answer, because he's talking in general about a series here. But it's not an acting job. The dialogue, which is lamentable, keeps being changed and only slightly improved, and I find myself old and out of touch with the young. Sorry, it was young, not youth. Ah, oh, that changes everything. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, all right. Give me the hint. Uh, Sir Alec Guinness. 
I mean, I just, I, I'm just trying to think of a... Oh, all right, Star Wars. Correct. I'm supposed to Star Wars. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I, I, the, from the sound of it, I thought, I thought there was... Like multiple movies he was in, so I was a little taken aback when it was um, Alec Guinness. No, he yeah. he was talking about the Star Wars series itself. Okay, Hindo, your next one. I have never seen it, but by all accounts, it is terrible. However, I have seen the house that it's built, and it's terrific. God, that really gives me nothing. He obviously, the person obviously got paid a fucking truckload of money for it. My first, uh, my first instinct goes to Sean Connery in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but. Uh, no, I, I can't just flat out guess this. I need an actor. Uh, Michael Caine. Ooh. Can I hear the quote again? You can. I have never seen it, but by all accounts, it is terrible. However, I have seen the house that it built, and it is terrific. I'm going to be talking about a Nolan film. He hasn't seen it. What other what other big films is Michael Caine in where he got a truckload of money? I have seen the house it built. For him? Jeez. I can't think of anything else Michael Caine's been in. For fuck's sake. Uh, hmm... Jeez, my mind's gone blank on Michael Caine films that aren't Nolan films that he would have got a lot of money for. Damn, I can't, I can't think. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises. No, I actually know this quote. What is it? It's either I knew it was Michael Caine. It's either Jaws three or Jaws four. Jaws four, The Revenge. Mm. Correct. Yeah. Oh, The Revenge. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it makes perfect sense once you say it. Fair enough. Dean moves over to your next one, and the quote is, It paints the woman as shrews, as humorless and uptight, and it paints the men as lovable, goofy, fun-loving guys. Ah, uh, give me a hint. Catherine Heigl. Oh. Oh, um, knocked up. Correct. Fuck's sake. He's got all the easy one-pointer ones. <laughs> you had an easy one, Hendo. What was my easy one? Jaws, you should have got the two points on that. Get fucked, no. Well, the, the two points... Well, here's one that I reckon you might be able to get for two points, Hendo, and I'll be proud of if you do. So, the, All right. the quote is, Fuck it. It is what it is. Fucking trees, man. The plants. Fuck it. You can't blame me for not wanting to try and play a science teacher. At least I wasn't playing a cop or a crook. Mark Wahlberg in The Happening. Yes! <laughs> That was the one I was like, oh, somebody's going to get that. And <laughs> here we go. The final one for you, Dean. And this is, I feel like this might be a little bit more easy, more easy than the rest. But uh, anyway, I say that, but who knows? Uh, here we go. I'd rather break this glass and slash my wrists. No, not at the moment. Not at all. That's fine. I'm over it at the moment. We're done. All I want to do is move on. Why you got to say, like, this is the easiest one and give me something <laughs> like that? I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, give me a hint. Give you a hint. Daniel Craig. Can you repeat the quote, please? Yes, I can. I'd rather break this glass and slash my wrists. No, not at the moment. Not at all. That's fine. I'm over it at the moment. We're done. All I want to do is move on. Oh, I mean, I'm, oh, Jesus. Uh, Spectre? Correct. He said yeah, that on the Spectre. press tour for yeah. the most recent Bond film that's coming Okay. Out. Yeah, I wasn't sure because I know, I feel like I've heard that he hasn't wanted to play Bond in a long time. So I wasn't sure if it would be um, Quantum of Solace. So that takes us down to the final round. Dean, you're on four points. Hendo, you're on two. Mm-hmm. So you need to <laughs> ace this to get it. All right. The more I read the script, the more I hated this guy. So that's how I played him. As a manic depressive who hates himself, plus he's a 108-year-old virgin, so obviously he's got some issues there. What the fuck? Ask for the hen, Hendo. <laughs> <laughs> 
the 108 virgin. 108 year old virgin. Yeah. Do you want me to repeat the quote? No. Manic depressant. The more he's, the more this person. Oh, 108 years old. I feel like it's a vampire. I mean, w- would it be Robert Pattinson for Twilight? Can you re- okay, repeat the, uh, the the quote again. The more I read the script, the more I hated this guy. So that's how I played him, as a manic depressive who hates himself. Plus, he's a 108-year-old virgin, so he's obviously got some issues there. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a Robert Pattinson in Twilight. Holy shit, you've tied it up. It's four points each. <laughs> that's wow. how you do it! <laughs> so... Boom! So, to keep things interesting, I have tiebreakers for each of the round. So, this one is pretty straightforward. All you've got to do is, like, the first one of you guys to shout it out wins wins the round, basically. So, here's the quote. Tell me who the actor is. It's the worst film I've ever made. Now, when my kids get out of the line, they're sent to their room and they're forced to watch Red Sonja ten times. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Well, you got it on the second guess. Yes, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Sweet. Cheers. Well, I, thought you you, I thought you were talking about Green Lantern. <laughs> no. Oh, sweet. So Hindo takes the second round as well. Oh, Dean, I thought you had it. I thought you had it. Disappointing. Absolutely. Never a doubt. <laughs> so the next one is the one that I've put the most thought and care into. This is called Movie Jeopardy. And basically, you guys know how a Jeopardy works, right? Never seen it. Never seen it. Okay. Sorry, what is never seen it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you don't have to answer like that. You don't have to ask in a question form. However, I have five topics here for you guys. There's five questions under each of them. You're each going to get like five questions that you can ask. And then if if someone gets it wrong, then the other person can steal. However, you've got to try and like basically there's five questions under each and the questions get harder and harder and harder. So for instance, there's 90s action thrillers and there's a question for one point, a two pointer, a three pointer, a four pointer and a five pointer. And as I said, they get harder and harder. And yeah, basically we'll go Daniel, then Dean and you guys get to pick whatever round you want to pick and for however many points. But obviously once it's off the board, it's off the board. So make sense? So you don't have to pick in order. You don't have to go the first, then the second point. No, you can pick no, no. You, you get pointer. to pick the point value. And I will say that I have thrown in one or two bonus questions in the five pointers. Well, okay, there's one. There's one question in the five pointers, which is almost a gimme. <laughs> But uh, Ooh, all right. But the rest are pretty. So everyone's hard. just going to pick all the five pointers first. <laughs> <laughs> or I've said that as a joke, just to try and get you guys to pick the five pointers, so I can laugh at you. So it's up to you guys to try and work out with. Yeah, it's serious. a gimme for Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so the five different topics are '90s action thrillers, City of Angels, or City of Angels, Oka directors, Who's Who of Star Wars, and it was a. And uh, yeah, and this one is in honor of 2020. It was a dark year, and for a dark year, it's. Different movies that have dark in the title, and you've just got to give me the year they came out. So, Hendo, why don't you pick a topic, and for how many points? What was the third one? Uh, Oka directors, so Australian directors. And you've just got to basically name me who directed ah. a different Australian film. Give me the the dark one for five points. For five points. It was a dark year for five yeah. points. What year did the film Dark Man come out? <laughs> so dark if he Man. Get, if he gets this wrong, can I answer it? That's correct, yes. You can steal, yes. Do we lose any points for wrong answers? No. Well, I'm glad this is the hardest one out of all these. <laughs> Dark Man. I, I, I literally have no idea. Dark Man, let's go 1994. Whop, whop, incorrect. Dean, what's your guess? Uh, I'll say 89. Oh, 1990. So close. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Zero points in the first round. Okay, uh, Dean, off oh, of that first question. Dean, what's your first one that you want to take? Uh, let's go 90s thrillers for five. Oh, it's 90s action thrillers, actually. Uh, what? <laughs> that changes everything. 
What film is Mario Van Peebles' directorial debut? Wow. Yep. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've never heard of this person. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to think of random 90s action thriller with the director I don't already instantly know who directs it. <laughs> I'm enough. struggling. Uh, okay. Uh, da, 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 da. The Way of the Gun. No, that is not correct. It was in New Jack City. I mean, I could have taken a stab. Oh, oh shit, wow. New Jack City. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, I'll be fair. I was going to say the Jackal. I was going to take a guess at oh, that. Oh, yeah, sweet. Uh, there we go. I've completely fucked up the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to you, Hendo. What would you like to pick from yeah, whatever's left? Go the dark one again for four. Okay. It was a dark year. I want to know what year the film Unfriended Dark Web came out. Not going to go through my thought process here. So Dean has no, <laughs> any, you know, any idea to bounce off. I mean, I'll hear your answer. <laughs> and plus or minus one year, I'll give you a hot tip. and. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 18. Holy shit. We've got some points on the board. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations. It was that or 17. Uh. <laughs> well done. Well done. Dean, over to you. Uh, was Did you say one of them was Aussie directors? Yes, one of them was Australian directors. That's correct. And what are the other categories that isn't 90s or the year? Uh, 90s action thrillers, cities of Los Angeles, which so it's just film related stuff around Los Angeles, Australian directors, who's who of Star Wars and it was a dark year. Those are the five topics. Uh, give me Star Wars for five. Star Wars for five. Who is Rose Tico's oldest sister? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they're hard for a reason. Okay. Still waiting for this gimme, Sam. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pass. Uh, there's no point guessing. I have absolutely no idea. Uh, over to Hindo. Have you got a guess? Yeah. Uh, Julie. <laughs> Julie Tico. No, surprisingly no. It was Paige Tico. All right. Okay. Uh, back to you. Okay. Back to you, Hindo. What is the... What's the five-pointer we haven't done? You have not done a five-pointer for City of Los Angeles, and you haven't done a five-pointer for Aussie directors. So what, what's the City of Los Angeles theme? Is it just it's, movies in Los it's Angeles? It's just movies in general that are set around LA. Uh, give me a dark year for three points. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a dark year for three points. What year did the film A Scanner Darkly come out in? Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Hmm... 2006. Holy shit. Well done. Now currently has seven points on the board to Dean's Ooh. whopping zero. Oh, what? Seven? Seven points, Dean? What's that? <laughs> no seven point questions, is there? <laughs> Dean, what would you like to try? Uh, give me Los Angeles for uh, five. Okay. What 1982 Ridley Scott film is set in Los Angeles? This was the gimme, by the way. <laughs> was it really? Yes. God, I'm getting exposed tonight. Uh, Put it back in. Sorry? Put it back in. Nice. Thanks. Do you want me to repeat the question? Oh, sure. I don't think it's going to matter. <laughs> what 1982 Ridley Scott film is set in Los Angeles? Escape from LA. Blade Runner, bitches. <laughs> Blade Runner. Absolutely. I have no idea. Absolutely is Blade Runner. <laughs> All right. So can you win right now? Fuck off. <laughs> 12 points nil. That was the gimme. I'm, I'm very disappointed. Anyway, back to you, Hindo. 
What, what are you going for? Uh, dark year for two. Zero Dark Thirty came out in what year? 2012. Correct. Back to Dean. What would you got? What do you like to go with? Uh, give me LA for four. LA for four. Good luck. LA Takedown was a precursor <laughs> to the film Heat. Who is the only actor that is in both LA Takedown and Heat? Uh... Danny Trejo. No. Tom Sizemore. Oh, shit, Tom Sizemore. It wasn't Tom Sizemore. Oh, you're, not, you're, not, you're not letting me pick wow. this game. <laughs> <laughs> you're already sm- I'm just that far ahead. It's just unfair now for me to guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, how many rounds have we got left? I think we've got two rounds left. Not that it really matters at the uh, moment. But yeah. No, it doesn't. I'll, okay, I'm going to keep going with uh, Dark Year for two points. You've already done Dark Year for two points. Do you mean it? One point. One then. point. Okay. In what year did the film The Dark Knight come out? <laughs> <laughs> wow. A little, uh, little 2008 there. That's correct. Well done for the one point. Thank you. Yep. So current scores is 15 to zero. Dean, what would you like your last one to be? <laughs> 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 so are we clearing all these or is this this nah. towards the end? No, nah, no, nah, we're only doing five Dean, each sort of thing, so yeah. Just do a one pointer to save yourself the uh, embarrassment. Give all me right? give me one point for uh, LA. For LA. What film does Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone star in that's set in Los Angeles? La La Land. Holy fuck, he's got a point. <laughs> Look at you fist pumping mediocrity. <laughs> Mediocrity is generous, Endo. Just out of curiosity, because the other the other five point is still hanging up there on the board, I just want to see from you guys. Do you guys know who directed Rabbit Proof Fence? No. Uh, no. No. Okay. It was Philip Noyce, so that was the five pointer for <laughs> Noyce. <laughs> Noyce. Uh, so Hendo, you've already won the first three rounds, so which means I have won Poppy Pop Forty. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would have won well at least one, Dean. But um, well, yeah. What, what can I say? <laughs> it's like you're into the future already, Sam. You, you say, I'm surprised he hasn't, he's not going to win any because he's got two rounds left. He's just, he's just not going to win any. It's all right. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, that's the thing about New Zealand. We're two hours in the future and I've already seen the results. So, <laughs> anyway, that takes us to the final round, which is a mastermind round, which is basically I said to you guys, give me a topic. It could be like a trilogy or an actor or, you know, like a decade of films or something like that and you guys sort of pick what you what you guys think is your mastermind so i'm expecting 10 out of 10 now can i can i, can I just can i just say yeah. can i just butt in here uh, dean went and i guess he chose his uh his category and then i happened to stumble across his letterbox and he happened to go and watch the back to the future trilogy so- <laughs> what are you implying hendo <laughs> <laughs> yeah what are you implying hendo dean would you like to tell the listeners what your mastermind category is tonight because you can go first all right the the topic I chose was uh, the Batman quadrilogy, <laughs> Hendo. Wow. <laughs> you know why this is messed up? Because I chose the Back to the Future trilogy. Exactly. Oh, my God. I've really? been so silent on messenger yes. in my life. <laughs> you guys leg- wow. legitimately gave me a mental breakdown so much so they had to make my wife read my messages because she was like, but he's picked Back to the Future, but he's giving him shit about it. I was like, that is, that's making sense, right? That is making sense, eh? I'm not fucking seeing things. <laughs> wow. Blending into one person. Anywho, uh, we'll go through the mastermind. So, Dean, are you ready? Are you ready for these 10 questions that I've come up with that are based around the first four Batman films from leading after Batman in 1989? Sure. Okay. First question. In the film The Dark Knight, Lucius says his armour will protect against cats. What Batman Returns villain was he talking about? (laughs) Wow, you really confused me then. 
I was just going to be like, ah, uh, I think you may have misread the brief here, buddy. Uh, what was the question? What movie? Oh, what was it? What, sorry, what, I was so confused. Uh, okay, so I listened to your guys' podcast recently on The Dark Knight, in which I was going to say a massive revelation, and I thought to myself, I've got to make this into a question, because this is just absolutely <laughs> insane. So in the, in the Dark Knight, and you gave him so much shit about this, Dean, so this is what the best part about this question is. In the Dark Knight, nice. Lucius Fox says to Bruce Wayne that his armor will protect against cats. This is an Easter egg that kind of somewhat refers to a Batman's Return villain. What Batman's Returns villain was he talking about? Okay, Catwoman. Uh, correct, thank you. Well done. First point down. Hey. Mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> Question number two. Who designed the prosthetics for the penguin? Bob Kane. I knew I should have put a timer on this. No, it is legendary uh, dude Stan Winston. Ah, classic legendary <laughs> Of course. Question number three. Three, what are the names of Two-Face's henchwoman? Not the actress's names, but they're, they're like... Yeah, Sugar and Spice. Correct. Uh, but Should have go, gone with the actresses. Oh, I know. You, you'd probably get that, couldn't you? Could you get that, Dean? Uh, I wouldn't get Spice. Drew Barrymore is obviously Sugar. For, isn't it Feruza Bolt? No, it's not Feruza no, Bolt. It's, it's the girl that's in um, no. Entourage. Oh, I can't remember her name. Yeah. yeah. Like that casting agent. Yeah. Question number four. God. How much does Vicky Vale tell Batman she weighs? Uh, 108 pounds. Holy shit. Yes, correct. Which she doesn't, I might add. Correct. There we go. You got the quote nailed. Question number five. Which rapper appears in Batman and Robin? Coolio. Correct. Oh, Coolio. Now he's smoking. <laughs> Question number six. Which character says not every girl makes a superhero's night table? Dr. Che... Oh, wait. No. Can you repeat that, please? I can. Which character says... Not every girl makes a superhero's night table. Dr. Chase Meridian. Correct. Question number seven. Which of the four films had the biggest worldwide gross? Uh, That would be 89 Batman. Correct. Which actor was the youngest when he played Batman out of Val Kilmer, George Clooney, and Michael Keaton? That's a great question. Hmm. 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 This is, I mean, honestly, in my head, it could be any of them. Just trying to think, so... Uh, I mean, my first thought was Val Kilmer. I'll stick with that. Val Kilmer? You are correct. Val Kilmer was about 35 and 9 nice. months. Uh, Clooney was 36 and a couple of months, and I believe Keaton was 37. So they were in very close succession to each yeah. other. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question number nine. According to Dr. Woodrow in Batman and Robin, what is Bane's real name? Ah! <laughs> I got him. Ah... Uh, yeah. Uh, Bill Parson. <laughs> Bill Parson is not correct, unfortunately. I would have accepted two answers here. I would have accepted the Bane of Humanity, which is why they've named him Bane. Alternatively, the real name, which is Antonio Diego. Mm. Yep, didn't get that. Didn't get that. Unfortunate. Uh, you're currently sitting at 7 out of 9, so your final question in your mastermind is, aside from Bruce Wayne, which other notable character got recast and replaced between Batman Returns and Batman Forever? Uh, okay, even though he's not in Batman Returns, I don't believe, I'm going to say Harvey Dent. He is in Batman Returns. He is played by Lando Calrissian. <laughs> Mr. Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams. Yes. Yeah, okay. Sweet ass, so your final score in your mastermind round is 8 out of 10. So that moves us over Jeez. Moves us over to Hendo. Nice. Uh, you've got to beat 8 out of 10 in your Back to the Future questions. All right. Are you ready? Sure. First one's a gimme. Who was originally cast as Marty McFly? Eric Stoltz. Correct. What does it say on the license plate of the DeLorean? Out of time. Correct. 
During the original, what does the mall's name change from and into what? Twin Pines Mall into Lone Pines Mall. Holy shit. Uh, I'll accept that even though it's Lone Pine Mall, not Lone Pines Mall. <laughs> well, I, I think he needs to help, Sam. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see. If you guys are tired at the end, oh, you win, Dean. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, next question. What song is playing in the Cafe 80s in part two? Uh, I think it's Beat It by Michael Jackson. Holy shit, well done. I didn't think you were going to get that one. Uh, also in part two, who is directing Jaws 19? I mean, I feel like it's Steven Spielberg. That is my answer. Uh, it is Max Spielberg, Steven Spielberg's son. Okay, yeah. All right. Aside from Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox, who are the only two other actors that appear in every part of the trilogy? Uh, that's Leah Thompson and Thomas Wilson. Correct. Holy shit. Look at you go. Wow. Which of the three films had the lowest box office gross? I mean, I feel like it's part three. That is my guess. Okay, you feel like it's part three, and that's your answer. Uh, you are correct. Which yep. film company produced Back to the Future? Uh, Universal. Holy shit, look at you go. Okay, uh, question number nine. Oh, you're correct, by the way. Question number nine. Mad Dog Tannen gets arrested in part three for what? And you have to be specific. I don't know how specific you want me to be, but I'm pretty sure they robbed a... St- uh, a, a they, they robbed a... Like a state carriage? You've got to get more specific than that. <sighs> I feel like it's State City Cattle Ranch. I'll go with that. It was the Pine City stage. <sighs> it was a stagecoach. Okay. I wanted the name. I wanted the yeah, name. Yeah, all right. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so you need to get this last one to tie it up at... Uh, yep. Oh, yeah, Nate Peace. So, when Doc and Marty leave for 2015, what is the month and day they're heading to? Fuck. <laughs> October 16th. <laughs> 21st. Oh, <laughs> that was. Man. Look at the celebration. Seven out of ten. You did really well, though. That was that was awesome. Shattered. Dean, you pulled one back. I'm proud of you. Yes. I'm back. I'm it back. T- it, took, it, it took ten Batman questions for him to win one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'd, I'd say it's never too late for a comeback, but in this case, it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, guys, uh, yeah, thank you for letting me host your guys' quiz. But uh, we've got to end on uh, a draft, don't we, guys? Absolutely. And all right, Dean. Yeah. No, no, Sam, you're the quiz master. You go. Oh, no, I guess, you, you do it. Okay, I will. I will. So the draft topic for you guys. I mean, given that you guys are a, a great sort of like um, arc nemesis sort of podcast. You know, like, why, wow. why not flip it around? <laughs> I thought we were friends. <laughs> is, is that how it received? <laughs> in a lot of ways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone that's listened to the movie Masturbate knows that you guys hate each other in Raging Psychopaths. So, yeah, so I, I sort of threw a couple of ideas out there. I'm glad you guys picked this one. It's basically the best buddies or, you know, like the best duo in film history. So you guys got to pick a duo. Makes sense. I like Very it. good. Uh, flip a coin for you guys to see who starts or who gets to pick the draft order. How does that sound? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Dean, once again, you'll be heads, you know, your tails, and... Dean? I feel like I should be heads after after the uh, the thrashing I just gave him. <laughs> That's a good point. And it was heads, but uh, yeah, Dean, you get to pick the draft order. Yeah. Uh, I will go second. Nice. Yeah, okay. I probably would have done that too. Because there's there are so many uh, really good duos, and I don't think there's one that really stands out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So... Uh, I'm going to take the first one here. I'm going to go Han Solo and Chewbacca. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. Not a bad choice. 
I'm going to take uh, Doc Brown and Marty from Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was my next one. Way to rub it in. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that that wasn't taken first. Uh, and for my next pick, I'll take Frodo and Samwise from Lord of the Rings. Nice, nice. All right. Now I think it does open up a bit. Yes, yeah, I think so too. I, I've got, I've got three. I've got three that I feel like could be the next two. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jules and Vincent from Pop Fiction. Ooh. And I'm gonna take something much more different. I'm gonna go Woody and Buzz from Toy Story. No joke, that were my next two. <laughs> we're so on point. <laughs> okay, what to take next? Uh, I will take. Uh, I'll take. Murta and Riggs. All right. I had that in my 11th spot. And give me Thelma and Louise. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Jeez, okay. Uh, what have I got? I'm only, I've only got... i got two. Don't I? Yeah, i got two. All right. Uh, give me Andy and Red from Shawshank Redemption. Ooh. And what have I got? I've got... I feel like I need a... I'm going to go... Yeah, I'm going to go a comedy iconic duo. Let's go Harry and Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I had I had Red and Andy on my list, but I don't know. I feel like you're just taking better movies rather than better duos, to be honest. <laughs> Zing. Whatever you need to tell yourself. Uh, I will take for my last pick. Hmm. Give me. I'll I'll also go a comedy. I'll take Bill and Ted. Ah, the inferior Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> That's debatable. But it's more relevant, and it has Keanu Reeves in it. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Relevant, whatever. It's true. Uh, interesting. Hey, this isn't a my favourite duo list. This is what I think the Twitter bots will vote for. <laughs> you would, if that was the case, you would, you would have picked Andy and Red. If it was my list? Yeah. For sure. Interesting. I think I got this one. Yeah. Interesting choices there, guys. I'm surprised that um, Captain Kirk and Spock didn't go. I thought that would have been high on. <laughs> yeah, I, I had... I had that on my list, but I had I had Solo and Chewie. I didn't want to go the Star Wars and the Star Trek. Mm. Any other honourable mentions? My other, my other one was actually uh, my uh, Batman and Robin, but I didn't know <laughs> like how that would be perceived. I, <laughs> do I, I put the old Adam that. West? Do I get the old Adam West Batman and Robin or the Clooney <laughs> O'Donnell version? <laughs> no, I, th- I throw I throw up the Val Kilmer and O'Donnell version. I also considered John Connor and the T eight hundred. Oh, yeah, not oh, bad. Shit. Not bad. That's a good one. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even think of that. Honestly. If I was going for a Batman answer, I probably would have picked Batman and Alfred out of like Dark Knight or something like that. Something <laughs> something a bit more respectable. But yeah, oh, good picks, guys. Can't <laughs> wait to see the results of this poll. I know who I'm going to vote for, but I'm not going to yeah. give anything away. <laughs> no, I can tell you voting for me. <laughs> oh, that's what you think. <laughs> Anywho, cheers, guys. Thanks for having me on. All that sort of stuff. You can have your show back yeah, now. Yeah, thanks, Sam. <laughs> nah, thanks for doing it. It's awesome. No, that was great. Really, really appreciate you coming on and, and taking control here and you know giving us some amazing questions. And you know you're just a superstar uh, guest who you know made, made the questions accurate and correct to get the right winner out of this. So thank you very much, Sam. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. As Dean flips it. the bird. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Nah, so as usual, where can everyone find your podcast, Sam? Oh yeah, fuck yeah, that's right. I do a podcast. Um, it's, it's kind of late here in New Zealand <laughs> right now. I do a podcast, movie reviews and twenty cues. You can find us everywhere. Uh, and yeah, I mean, obviously, I've been on these guys' show a couple of times, and hence why I'm here, being the big quiz winner I am. But uh, on our show, we basically take a movie, ask twenty questions about it, see what comes out. That's uh, basically a podcast. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is what is this our seventh 
collaboration together. Holy shit. That's probably my record. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's more than me. Yeah, and my probably too much. Tips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done. In now. a lot of ways. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I'm pretty sure. Seven collaborations overall. Yeah, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Uh, I will have you guys back very awesome. soon to do an episode on our show as well, by the way. Oh, I didn't. I, I completely forgot about your show. Make that make that nine <laughs> for you and me, Sam. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's boost those numbers up. <laughs> Exactly. And definitely wasn't playing favourites or anything, even though that's completely given it away. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> Clearly not. Dean will think that, though. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much, guys. Cheers. Yeah, no worries, Sam. Thanks for coming thanks, back on. Mate. We'll Bye. talk to you soon. Hey, listeners, we just want to take a quick second here to thank you for taking the time out of your day to come and listen to us banter on about movies and all things movie-related. Yeah, it really does mean a lot to the both of us. We're always looking to improve our show and get our name out there. And there's a couple of ways you can help us. Yeah, one of the easiest ways is to just get the word of mouth out there. Let your family and friends know about the show and where they can find us, which is pretty much everywhere. Places like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and of course, Podbean. We're very thankful to Podbean for taking on our podcast. Yeah, definitely. It's a great hosting site with a great app to go with it. Yeah, what I like about Podbean's app is you can actually comment on the episode you're listening to and it goes straight to us and we can reply back immediately. We've also opened up a new little merch store over on Public. We've got uh, a couple of t-shirts and hoodies and mugs and all that good stuff for sale. So, if you're at all interested in getting a little bit of Movie Journey sweet, sweet merch, head on over there and see if anything tickles your fancy. Amazing! And if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can do so over on Twitter. Hendo controls our main handle, at the Movie Journey, and I am at Dean's250Journey. You can also check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash themoviejourney, our letterbox pages where we keep our film diaries up to date. I am at letterboxd.com slash Dino underscore J88. Really rolls off the tongue. And you can find Hendo at letterbox.com slash Hendo. And we also have a new Facebook discussion group. Yeah, a little listener community going on over there. Yeah, head on over, join up. We'd love for you to be a part of the discussion. Exactly. Another way to help us out is to leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes for us. We've actually got a new review this week. And it is a short review coming to us from Jim F. And he's gone with best movie review podcast out there. Can't argue with that, Hendo. (laughs) To the point, I love it. Or if you're really loving the show and want more, why not check out our Patreon, where we post another weekly show, breaking down films not on the IMDb Top 250 list. Yeah, we've got over 70 episodes over there, including such classic film series like the Die Hard series, X-Men series, Mission Impossible series, as well as some notable film directors such as Wes Anderson, Edgar Wright, and even Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, that's right. There's also tons of benefits over there, early access to our main show, patron-only polls that we put out on the regular. Yeah, exactly. You can even shape the show the way you want to by telling us what films you would like us to break down. So what's coming up this week, mate? Well, Dean, we put out the poll to our patrons on which series they would like us to go to next, and they chose a director series. And then once again, we put a poll out on a couple of different directors they wanted to choose from. And we have gone with, or the patrons have gone with, David Fincher. Uh, A very consistent director. I'm happy to see this one. Yeah, so we are going to be doing his five non-Top 250 films that we haven't done yet, which includes Alien 3, The Game, Panic Room, The Social Network, and The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And as a special treat for our patrons, we're going to let them vote on which one of the three films in the Top 250 we'll also do for them, which is Seven, Fight Club, or Gone Girl. Yeah, very good. Looking forward to doing all of those, minus two of the ones on the list. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, so obviously the first one coming up will be Alien 3, so it's the only David Fincher film I haven't seen, so I'm pretty interested to check that out. Absolutely. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, head on over to patreon.com slash themoviejourney and check out the myriad of rewards and benefits we have to offer. All right, mate, it's time for... Answer my question! The question, jerk! where we asked you, what is your favourite movie wedding? Now, we are not going to look at every single response here because we'll be here for an hour. So thank you, everyone, for putting in a response. We'll get to a couple, but we do appreciate it all. Let's take a look at some answers over on Twitter. First up, from awesome patron Nick Haskins of the Epic Film Guys. He's gone with About Schmidt. Have you seen About Schmidt, Dean? Uh, I have not. Me neither. Sorry, Nick. Uh, next up, from Evangeline W., Father of the Bride. That's a nice choice. I don't mind that film. Qui-Gon Glynn goes with American Wedding. Matt Neglia says Melancholia. Another film I haven't seen, Hendo. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Not not really a big Lars von Trier kind of guy, but I don't know. I reckon if I had to choose another film of his to watch, it probably would be Melancholia. The Minorities Report film says About Time. Also happens to be my favourite time travel movie. Next up from Please Watch This Movie podcast, Wild Tales. It's not often you get a Wild Tales reference, Hendo. <laughs> I think, I think the only two categories you get is Best Movie Wedding and Best Argentinian Film. <laughs> Next up here from Jessica, Bride and Prejudice. Haven't seen that either. Next up from Claire, Adam Driver and Mackenzie Davis in What If. Haven't even heard of that one. Me neither. Not really doing too well on these wedding uh, ones here. Here's one from Elo H. Another good movie wedding was in Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Reed Richards and Sue Storm's wedding gets interrupted and they have to save the world instead. Nice. High stakes. Uh, next up from Kyle and Eight. How can you pass on Ang Lee's The Wedding Banquet? Man, there's there's a bunch of these films I haven't even heard of. I mean, at this point, I'm just looking for films I haven't heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Vinicius Machado says Crazy Rich Asians. Patricia Nolan Hall says The Palm Beach Story from Man, 1942. <laughs> well, maybe that explains it. I heard you like this. Says Bridesmaids has a really good wedding scene and it's surrounded by a really good movie. Winning combination there. Evil Roy Slade says, Will and Elizabeth's wedding in Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Okay. Here's, a, here's an answer I can get around. Terry Owen says, The Godfather is my favourite everything movie. Nice. No surprises here from the Cary Grant Festival. Cary Grant and Joan Bennett in Wedding Present from 1936, Endo. We got one here from Millennial Hall. My favourite film wedding is absolutely that of Bernard Godfrey St. John Delaney to his awfully wedded wife, Lydia John Hibbert. Is that four weddings and a funeral? Judging by this gif, I think it is. It very well could be. Odds are in your favour, because there's four of them in that movie, Hendo. And lastly here on Twitter, from Film Buff Baker, The Best Years of Our Lives. What a classic, eh, Hendo? I have seen that film. Really? Good wedding? Yeah, it's in the top 250. Oh, God. <laughs> Why are you so like you, <laughs> you have no idea what this film is, and you're already just like, ah, oh, shit, no way. I think I've seen all the good ones at this point, Hendo. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> All right, let's take a look over on our Facebook listener community. First one here from awesome patron Hayden Gerloff. My favourite wasn't a wedding, it was a wedding rehearsal. Yeah, very good answer there. A uh, cheeky nod to Kill Bill. Yes, correct. No, I wasn't asking, Hendo. Mina Harker says, not the deer hunter. <laughs> wow. It's not often you get an answer like that. I don't like remember that. asking what isn't your favourite. <laughs> Here's one from another awesome patron, Heifer. Anything featuring the Dan Band. I like that answer. You may you may see one movie featuring the Dan Band on my top five. Very possible. Lawrence Devonay says Anakin and Padme in Attack of the Clones. It's 
It's also not often you get Attack of the Clones love, Hendo. No, not at all. Luke Mahoney's gone with a bit of a cheat here. He goes, not a movie, but a Hollywood production nonetheless. Guns N' Roses November Rain. Even had a guy jump into the wedding cake. I mean, aren't you meant to have people jumping out of cakes? That'd be much more fun. Hmm. Julio at the Contrarian Podcast says Beetlejuice. Nice, good pick. Last one here on Facebook from another awesome patron, Gerald of the Two Peas in a Podcast. The opening to Old School, Total Eclipse, Turn Around Bright Eyes. Oh my God, gold. All right, and let's take a look over on our Patreon page. First one here from the Roughhouse Podcast, Spaceballs. Lone Star's Tux, The Bath Joke, and The Pissy Preacher make it the best. And lastly here from Chris Beardsell, I love you, man. Massively underrated comedy. Yeah, I saw it a long time ago. Didn't really stick with me. Can't really remember it too much. I saw it at the movies. I'm the same as you. Uh, Thank you very much, everyone, for putting in a response. But, Dean, let's get to our top five movie weddings. And as usual, let's kick it off with you. What is your number five? Gone with old school, Hendo. Ah, old school classic wedding there. My number five is On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Gotta love a James Bond wedding. Is it James Bond's wedding? It is. Uh, my number four is The Wedding Singer. Nice. Any any wedding in particular in there? Uh, or I just think the, the movie in general? Uh, no, no, no. I think the first wedding is would be my favourite. Okay. Uh, my number four is one you've already mentioned. It is old school. Very good. Uh, next up, I'm going with the final wedding in my best friend's wedding. Hmm, okay. I don't remember it enough to have any recollection of it whatsoever. My number three is The Wedding Scene in Wild Tales. Fair enough. Uh, my number two, one I've seen a lot, which I'm almost certain won't be on your list, uh, Father of the Bride. Uh, okay. Yeah, I saw it once a while ago. Uh, I remember yeah, you, weren't, of, you like, weren't a big fan. No, no, no. I liked the film. It was good. I just don't remember it enough to have it uh, featured in my best weddings, I guess. My number two is the same as Hayden. It is also a wedding rehearsal. I'm going Kill Bill Volume 2. That's not even. That doesn't even fit the brief. There's a wedding. Is there not? Uh, no, there's not. It's a practice. There's wedding. They're having a wedding. Oh Whether my it's a wedding god! Rehearsal the, or I a mean, wedding. this, this yep. doesn't even remotely fit it. Moving on, you're just jealous you didn't put it, put it in yours. You didn't jealous even think at of all. It. There's no wedding in it. Uh, and my number one, without doubt, is The Godfather. Yep, of course. Same here. Number one, absolutely, The Godfather. All right, and for next week's top five, considering we are doing Hamilton, what do you reckon, Dean? Top five Hamilton songs? Yeah, sure. Why not? There's a, there's a lot to choose from. There is a lot to choose from. There's this tournament. Let the tournament begin! All right, Dean, it's time to find out the results of the final round in our Tournament of Champions here. Okay, first one here. We had a couple of classics. Empire Strikes Back up against Psycho, and it was Empire Strikes Back taking it with 52%. Really, really close throughout the whole thing. Empire Strikes Back won all seven matches. I thought Psycho was going to take it down the last round. Wow. Next match here, Pulp Fiction. Easily defeats 12 Angry Men, 61%. Another easy victory here. The Dark Knight defeating Casablanca with a 67% victory. And our final match here, we had Inception versus Star Wars A New Hope. Now, currently on our tipping competition, we have six people on equal 16. And there was only one person who chose different to the others. It was our brother Shane who chose Star Wars A New Hope, while the other five of us chose Inception. Now, if A New Hope wins this, he is the outright winner. And the results, Dean, is 50-50% a tie. Really? Yes. Straight down the middle. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so that means everyone gets that tip. So at the end of the seven rounds, we have six people who end up winning this. We have myself, 
Brother Shane, Dave from the Super Movie Bros, David Powell, Ben Mulverhill, and Tom Schutzer. So we still need a winner here, Dan. We still need an outright winner to receive our little movie journey gift we're going to send out. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to contact those five guys and we're going to tip on the brackets that are coming up to see who can break this tie, I guess. Yeah, looking forward to seeing who can become the sole victor here, Hendo. But in saying that, I did defeat you in this tipping competition, which means I get to give you a movie. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And in saying that, I am not prepared for this because I just found out the results before. So I'll give you a movie next week. I don't mind that at all, Hendo. The good. The bad. All right, before we get into everything else we've been watching, just reminding everyone that we will not be spoiling the films we're about to discuss. So if you haven't had a chance to see it yet, don't fear, we won't ruin it for you. All right, Dean, you've had a month. We've been in some sort of lockdown for the majority of it. So, And I know you've been off for a little while, so uh, I, I feel like you should have uh, got a lot of movies under your belt here, a lot of time you know, to check some movies out. How many have you seen in the last nearly month? In fairness, Hendo, I've watched a lot of films <laughs> I've seen before. A lot of a lot of classics, you know, I've 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 gone back and rewatched. Oh, as yeah, it, yeah. as it happens, I may have only seen two new movies this past month, and I don't think it's been a month. You're exaggerating. Wow, that is pathetic. <laughs> How many have you seen, Hendo? I have seen 13, but I'm going to be speaking about 10 today. Nice. Now, we've got a new format we're going to be doing. Considering we're going back to monthly you know, catch-ups on movies, we're not going to do it in a ranked order. We're going to go back to the, the order that we watch them in, just so we have a nice little uh, timeline, I guess, of the films we've been watching. Yeah, fine by me, Hendo. All right, well, I'll, I'll kick it off here with one I saw a little while ago now, and that is uh, The Old Guard on Netflix, starring Charlize Theron. Did you catch that one? Nah, just missed it. Uh, in fairness, all these movies look so boring. Like, they're just, they look so generic. It looks like the extraction. I just, I don't bother with it. Did you know, do you know anything about the film? Charlize Theron's in it. They are like immortals and they've been living for like, Charlize Theron is like a thousand years old and they go around fighting in wars and there's some story about uh, fucking Dudley Dursley is trying to take their DNA or something to siphon it into this drug that he can cure cancer with or something like that. Is it good? No, I give it two and a half stars. Yeah, there you go. Not worth watching. No, I think Charlize Theron is, she's obviously a badass. She knows how to do action movies. And I feel like the, the premise at the start, while unoriginal, because it definitely felt like Highlander to me, uh, it was a little interesting, but I felt like it was overall extremely inconsistent. It it generally, it it breaks its own rules more than once for the sake of plot convenience. They they spend way too much time just trying to set up the the inevitable sequel that's going to come out, rather than focusing on on this particular film. There's just there's just so much there, and I, and honestly, the action wasn't even like that crash hot. It it was a bit of a letdown for me. So yeah, two and a half stars. Well, you've done absolutely nothing in trying to convince me to watch it, so I'm happy with my choice. I'm not trying to convince you at all. So after that, I got onto another Netflix film that's uh, worse than The Old Guard. It is Eurovision Song Contest, The the Story of Fire Saga. In fairness, I watched the stupid little Netflix trailer for it. It looks unwatchable. How can you... How could you watch that? It's... The way you said it, it's not as bad as that. I give it two stars because the songs in it are actually pretty good. They're all original and they're they're actually not too bad. I mean, a a movie cannot survive on the strength of its songs alone, Hendo. I know. That's why I give it two stars. And Rachel McAdams is in it, and she's generally pretty good in every film, and she's that's no exception here. But Will Ferrell is just not funny in any of these types of films. I I, fa- I find this Will Ferrell shtick has just gone now. I, I can't stand him in 
generally most movies is in now. The accents that they try and put on, these Swedish accents, are unbearable. Pierce Brosnan is in this with another terrible accent. The whole thing is, yeah, pretty much a joke with some good songs in there, two stars. Fair enough. Then I got to watching Palm Springs. It's going to be a beautiful wedding. Here you are, standing on the precipice of something so much bigger than anyone here. But always remember, you are not alone. I don't think that we met. I'm Sarah. Niles. Hi. Hi. Good day so far. Today, tomorrow, it's all the same. You, what is going on? Hey, get out of the water! Guess you followed me. It's one of those infinite time loop situations you might have heard about. That I might have heard about? Yeah. Which I then got you to watch, Dean, so you can talk about this one. Yeah, Palm Springs. I broke my, you know, sort of hiatus of not watching new movies off the back of Hendo's glowing message to me telling me I should watch it because I will love it so much. And I gotta say, it was it was good. It was a good movie. Cool. That's that's all right. I'm happy with that. I thought it was better than good. I thought it was it's fun, sweet film. It's got uh, some really great chemistry between Andy Samberg and Kristen Milioti. It's a nice little spin on the Groundhog Day formula. I like. I obviously obviously recommend it to you because you know you're a big big lover of Groundhog Day. And so generally, any film I see that has that Groundhog Day twist, I'm like, hey, check it out. I don't care what genre it is. Just go check it out. You'll like it. Yeah, no, that's fine. I just felt like it was a bit shallow. It didn't really connect with me on the emotional level at all, which I think this film really did rely on. I didn't think it was that funny, uh, and I didn't think it was that uh, emotionally investing for me. So I felt like it did fail in some parts, but there were some almost original ideas in there, which I almost appreciated. See, I, I found it a bit more funny than you did. There were some genuine laugh-out-loud moments throughout the film, in particular when he's he's mentioning all the stuff he's done in prior days, all the experimentation he's done. I thought that was a riot. And I actually think there is a little bit of emotional weight to it. There's a reveal about maybe it's about halfway through the film, which uh, I, I didn't see coming. It knocked me sideways. Oh, wow, shit, okay. That was that was a very good reveal. J.K. Simmons is in it. He's usually pretty good. His little cameo is, is uh, fun both times. And I, I really felt like there was a lot to like in this film. I, I give it four stars. Very good. I give it three stars. Fair enough. Well, I went on to watch Irresistible after that. Have you heard of this one? Is this the uh, the foreign film with the very long rape scene in it? <laughs> wow. You're thinking of Irreversible. I mean, I was close. <laughs> why, would, why, why would you think of the rape scene when you think of Irresistible? <laughs> because I thought it was the Irreversible film. <laughs> Wow. Okay. No, this is a Steve Carell and Rose Byrne film. It's very, it's a bit more political than I'm than I'm generally used to. It's about a democratic political consultant who helps a retired Marine colonel, played by Chris Cooper, run for a mayor in a small conservative Wisconsin town. Now that doesn't really seem up my alley, but overall, it didn't really get too bogged down in all the political talk. I was able to understand what was going on throughout the film. Steve Carell is pretty decent in it. I think uh, the laughs between him and Rose Byrne when they're on screen is actually pretty good. It's generally, it was fine. I, I didn't mind it. I give it three stars. Fair enough. And then I got on to The King of Staten Island. You heard of this one, Dean? No. Is it new? Yeah, it is new. It's the new Judd Apatow film starring Pete Davidson. Do you know who Pete Davidson is? I mean, is he like a real druggy guy? 
Uh, I don't know too much about his personal life, but I'm pretty sure he's off Saturday Night Live, and I'm pretty sure he was he was with Ariana Grande for a while. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know who it is, so no. Okay. Well, he plays a druggie in this film. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. Uh, it's about him, and he's got a, like about a case of Arrested Development since his firefighter dad died, and he spends his days smoking weed, dreaming of being a tattoo artist because he's just littered with tattoos all over his body uh, until the events in his life force him to grapple with his grief and take his first steps forward in life. And to be fair, I know I also know bugger all about Pete Davidson. I haven't seen him in anything before. I haven't watched anything like Saturday Night Live related to him, but he puts in a pretty memorable performance here, mostly because this is... I feel like I think this is actually mostly true to his story in real life. So he's kind of playing <laughs> so he's himself. A druggie. No, I think it's more about his father passing away, being a firefighter when he was younger. I feel like the relationship between Scott and his girlfriend Kelsey was actually really enjoyable to watch and progress throughout the film. And I really don't rate Bill Burr as a comedian, but I really rated Bill Burr as an actor in this film. I thought he was really, really good. I didn't. I just felt like this film was insanely long. I think it goes for over two hours, nearly two and a half hours. I'm pretty sure. And there isn't as much laughs as I'd hoped for, but still, it was a pretty good film. I give it three and a half. And then I decided to watch another Netflix film, uh, Fatal Affair. Uh, is that the uh, Glenn Close film? Fatal Attraction. You're wrong yet again. <laughs> At least that one I was deliberately wrong. Now, this is about a woman named Ellie who tries to mend her marriage with her husband Marcus after a brief encounter with an old friend David, only to find that David is more dangerous and unstable than she realized. I think that could be Fatal Attraction the reverse way. This film is a giant, giant, giant piece of shit. Really? There's nothing redeemable to this film. This is a half-star film. Half-star? Oh, absolute dog shit, man. I'm telling you, so bad. Wow, you don't give a lot of half-stars. No, I don't. So you know I'm serious when I give one out. Jesus. What was so bad about it? It's just, it's terrible. It's uh, poorly acted. It's not scary. It tr- It's cheap. It. I, did, I didn't buy any of the characters. They were, I was bored out of my brain in this whole film. Highly recommended to you, though, Dean. I reckon you should check that one out. Yeah, I, th- I think I might pass, Endo. <laughs> okay, I don't blame you. All right, the next film I watched was another Netflix film. It is Aaron Eckhart in Line of Duty. No, it's not a drug movie, Dean, before you ask. Line of Duty. It's about a disgraced cop who finds himself in a race against time to find a kidnapped victim whose abductor he accidentally killed. This is a the cop? literal definition of a... A cop accidentally killing someone? That can't be right. <laughs> no, this is the literal definition of generic Netflix action film. The the special the action special effects were so cheap. Nothing was really practical. Aaron Eckhart is not good in it. No one's really good in it. It's There's some really poor decisions in the film as well. I initially gave it two stars, but I'm trying to think, why would I give it two stars? I, I'm going to put it down to one and a half, just from my memory now. Okay. And the next film I watched, uh, I wanted to watch Makoto Shinkai's Weathering With You for so long, and I finally got the opportunity to do that, coming off his absolutely sensational Your Name. It is about a high school boy who has run away to Tokyo who befriends a girl who appears to be able to manipulate the weather. Another mystical outing here for Makoto Shinkai. And as predicted, it is an absolutely gorgeous looking film. It is visually stunning. The anime is fantastic in this film. It's got another fantastic soundtrack by Radwimps, again, who did the score and the soundtrack for Your Name. The story and the characters are, they're fine. They're okay. There are some very emotional moments. There is some lighthearted humor sprinkled in to match. It is nowhere near the caliber of Your Name, but it is still a very solid watch. Uh, Three and a half stars for me. Okay, so far that is leading the charge for a movie I might actually watch that you've talked about. What got you to think about that was Makoto Shinkai? Was it the words, your name? Yeah, Makoto Shinkai. Keen to watch more from him. (laughs) 
I think it was the words your name. You, you really don't think I know who Makoto Shinkai is? You didn't know. You didn't know it uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, which is why I now know it. <laughs> so when I mentioned it before, Makoto Shinkai is weathering with you. Yeah, he did your name. You're like, eh, okay, moving yeah, on. Now I'm excited. All right, the next film I watched, uh, the Kissing Booth. Two. Have you seen The Kissing Booth? No, I haven't. I haven't seen the first one. I mean, you must have been lost. Not at all. Is there a literal kissing booth? There is. I feel I don't like in this COVID world that may be frowned upon, Hendo. I don't think it was featured as prominent as it would have been in the first film. No, look, uh, this film, it's it goes for 132 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this would be like an 88-minute uh, teen, you know, romantic comedy. It should have been that. There wow. is way, way, way too many subplots in this film of all the different characters having their own, you know, like little extra subplots between each other. None of, And half of them did not need to be there. Honestly, everyone in this film is a piece of shit. They're all awful people, except for the one guy, and he gets shafted at the end. I don't understand. Aren't they kids? I, I, Are I, they in school? Yeah, but they, dude, they, they, they're like 25 years old in real life. It's like I mean, one of those still things. They're still learning, Hendo. Cut them some slack. You have no idea what you're talking about. Again, same as Line of Duty. I gave this two stars after I watched it. But again, thinking about it now, after some reflection, I'm putting it down to one and a half. Very much a flip-flopper, aren't you, Hendo? Just can't make up your mind on these star ratings. Don't you ever have reflection on a film after a couple of weeks, after giving it an initial impression? You think about it a little bit and go, you know what? Yeah, I, I think that's better than what I thought. Well, you know, actually not as good as I thought. It's pretty rare. I'm pretty confident that I get it right the first time. All right, Dean, you haven't spoken about a film in a while. Why don't you talk about the second film you watched? Because i got one film left that I watched. All right, hold on. Let me look up this title. Okay, it's called Speed Cubers. And no, Hendo, this is not a drug film. I actually have no idea what it's about based off that uh, title then. What do you got for us? It is a 40-minute documentary. You're done. You're done. (laughs) Get the 40-minute doco and you'll put it in your movies you watched. About. <laughs> oh, by the way, I, I watched I watched a seven minute short film on YouTube the other day. I forgot to log that and talk about it. Oh, I need to pump up my numbers. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Did, didn't you didn't you try and put Bow on your list of 2019 film rankings? Hey, Bow is a classic film. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, what's it about? It's about these kids who do Rubik's cubes, and that's pretty much it for oh, their life. Riveting. <laughs> I mean, I don't recommend it. Uh, <laughs> it's it's fine. There's no real big hook. I mean, they do push a certain angle, but I really didn't care. I got to be honest about any of these people. So, I mean, it was interesting enough. I wasn't bored. It was 40 minutes long. I'll go two stars. What was the fastest Rubik's cube speed they did? Uh, I think the three by three fastest was a sub six seconds. What do you mean three by three? What was the biggest they got to? I'm pretty sure I've seen like a 21 by 21 Rubik's Cube. I think it went to seven by seven for the world records. All right. Sounds boring as fuck. I mean, I wanted I wanted, I wanted, more information on actually how to do it. And they, they kind of focused on <laughs> on the human story. And that was pretty boring. So, a docu- You wanted a documentary on how to solve a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, I have a Rubik's Cube. It's fucked. <laughs> I need one of these kids to come over for five seconds and help me out. <laughs> it's fucked. I got it all nice. Like the colours were on all the sides and I turned it around a couple of times and it fucked. I didn't know I was doing that. Yep. All right. The last film I watched is a very, very recent film. It is Tom Hanks's Greyhound. Air escort to Greyhound. You will now be out of range of air cover for the next five days. Safe travels to England. How many crossings does this make? 
at first. I got some. Most likely a U-boat. He's trying to slip under us! Fire! We have a kill. Distress rocket, sir. We have hits directly on the convoy. The wolf bag's haunting us. U-boat, starboard bound! 48 hours, we've lost seven ships. And 50 souls. What you did yesterday got us to today. It's not enough. Not nearly enough. Ah, yeah, this was, uh, I remember this being talked about earlier on in the year. Yeah, Tom Hanks is the sea captain out at sea during war, firing on different submarines and boats and that. I legit had no idea what the hell anyone was saying through this film. There is so much technical boat jargon back and forth throughout this film. Half the film is rotate right to the left side, rotate right to the left side, inch 97 degrees towards lift and, you know, propel towards, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Wait, 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 did you say 97 degrees? Yeah, a bit of a rookie move. Wow. No wonder it went to shit. (laughs) None of the characters in this film I cared about. There's no real development arc or anything. I don't know. Tom Hanks has a scene at the start where he has a girlfriend he's saying goodbye to or something, and then that's about it. The CGI isn't that great either, so you can't really recommend it on any of the action. Didn't he come out and complain that it wasn't released at cinemas? I think it would have looked worse on the big screen, honestly. Wow. I was pretty bored from beginning to end in this film. Uh, Two stars for Greyhound. Are you sure? You sure it's not one and a half, Hendo? I'll let you know in a week and a half because I just watched this very recently. Let me get some more reflection on it. Okay. Yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. (laughs) I'll I'll talk about it again in the August catch-up. Okay. And that is going to do it. Thank you very much to Sam for guesting as our quiz master on Pol V Pod 40. Thanks so much, Sam. Now, next week, Dean, I know you are super pumped. You are so pumped for this one. You breeze through this episode so quickly because you want next week to come faster. (laughs) I feel like you're more excited than I am, Hendarf. You've sent me a few messages saying you've been enjoying Hamilton. The the music, yes. I've listened to the soundtrack (laughs) once or twice. (laughs) The movie can get fucked. I feel like the music is a massive part of it. I feel like if I listen to the soundtrack a bunch and understand, you know, the lyrics to the the story, I might, you know, enjoy it a bit more when I actually watch the film again. All right. I'm looking forward to getting into that with you next week, Kendo. All right. Thank you very much, everyone, for checking out the episode. And we will see you next week for Alexander Hamilton. Bye.